Welcome to our podcast. I'm joined by Kevin Ganey, the author of the 4th of July trilogy, which are historical fiction novels set at the time of the Civil War. The 4th of July books are books about two brothers who leave their farm in Delaware County, Indiana, and their widowed mother to join the Union Army in the early part of the Civil War. They get involved in several adventures. At one point, they become spies and, though reluctantly, they become part of the abolitionist movement to run slaves out of the South to freedom in the North. So let's back up a minute and discuss why, Kevin, did slavery issue lead to the Civil War? Yeah, that's a really good question because uh, slavery had been around for a very long time. Slavery goes back to the book of Genesis. So the dawn of time, people have been conquering other folks and taking them as slaves and using slave labor. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing, it was nothing new when you got to the 19th century, uh, 18th and 19th century, that slavery was around. But it had kind of uh, run its course in the um, uh, major European countries. So at that time, uh, Spain and France and Great Britain were the uh, major forces in the, uh, in the world. And they had all, uh, about the turn of the century, get into about 1800, they had all abolished slavery. And especially the slave trade uh, out of Africa, they had uh, done away with. Already. Uh, they... Already. Yeah. About that time, they, they stopped. Okay. And, uh, but um, it was still a thing in the United States. And uh, we were a relatively new country, obviously. Right. But um, what was happening uh, and why it was so unique in the United States w was this. Uh, Great Britain, in particular, uh, kind of came out on top of those, th those three uh, reigning powers. And we started out as colonies. Uh, you know, prior to the American Revolution, we were British colonies. Right. And the British were really the ones who, who first brought the slaves into what we would consider those, those original 13. And particularly in the South, um, there were these huge farms, plantations is what we would, we would call them. Mm -hmm. And um, so there was, um, th there was a need for cheap labor. And you okay. couldn't get it any cheaper than a slave, uh, somebody who was uh, was owned by you as property, could not leave, just like you would own livestock, uh, was the way that they looked at this. Um, but the thing that happened here that didn't happen in the rest of the world was, was this. America was very fertile, and um, there was a lot of trade that happened here. So the, the things that started happening on the American continent, um, and it wasn't just in the United States, but in the Caribbean, there was there was a huge um, um, uh, huge plantations of sugar, for instance. Okay, and the climate was just right for sugar. Um, and in the production of sugar cane, for instance, you need a a warm, wet climate 
that never freezes. Okay. Okay. Well, you just described the Caribbean. Right. Okay. So the West Indies and mm-hmm. and, and all of that became um, sugar plantations. And if you think about uh, the British in particular, okay, they had holdings all over the world. And a lot of times you think about uh, tea time right. with with the British. All right. The East India Trading Company. Exactly. Well, where was that tea coming from? Well, it was it was being, you know, there there were colonies in in Asia, Mm -hmm. in India uh, that were supplying tea. Well, what goes with tea? You need to sweeten it with something. Sugar. Sugar. I need my sugar. Right. (laughs) Right. So uh, that was what was happening in the Americas, in the very mm-hmm. southern part of, of uh, the United States. There were sugar plantations, okay. but there were also rice plantations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the British Empire needed to feed its people. So uh, anywhere that you could find that, they, they were doing. So if, if you look at, uh, just kind of compare what happened in terms of commerce, um, when we were colonies, the main exports out of what became the United States were um, fish, lumber. If you think about especially the New England states, right. lots of lumber mm-hmm. there. And there's a lot of shipbuilding mm-hmm. that goes on. So if you want to move anything around the world, at that time, you had to do it on a ship. Right. Okay. So those things were, were happening there. Um, fish uh, was a, a, a big deal. If you think about uh, the East Coast, yeah. lots of fish. You know, if you, you think about lobster today, where do you go for lobster? Yeah. You go to New England, you go exactly. to Maine. You know, that's yep. that's the, the place to go. Yeah. Well, you know, Chesapeake Bay, they, you know, this is a very fertile uh, place. Tobacco okay. was being um, sold all across uh, Europe. And that was a, a primary export. In the 1700s, that was the case. So you get to um, the American Revolution, um, and, and then that takes place in you know 1775. We start the American Revolution. 1776, we declare independence. We're fighting the Revolutionary War. Um, it comes time for us to become a, a, a nation. And there's really kind of a, a, a question of, uh, well, can we continue? We're not. We're not part of the British monarchy anymore. We're not part of British Commonwealth anymore. Right. We are our own country. Well, the problem there is the British, um, in terms of commerce, did a great job of, of selling our stuff. Right. So whether that was sugar or rice or fish or lumber or whatever, there was a there was a need for that um, all of a sudden, and so. We became a country without, uh, without partners. Yeah, no to one s- to sell your things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to be. You know that that we 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 went from being um, just having a, a great market to having no market. Right. Um, so things had to shift, and one of the things that shifted, and this is why slavery became so entrenched in the United States was especially in the South, there was a shift that happened in the 1800s away from people wearing fur or leather to wearing cotton. Oh, okay. So cotton became a very big deal. Mm -hmm. And by the time you got to 1850, 60% of the 
exports in the United States was cotton. Now, where does cotton grow? Cotton grows in the deep south. Right. So you want to talk about, um, you know, Georgia. You want to talk about uh, the Carolinas. You want to talk mm-hmm. about, in particular, Alabama, Alabama. and Mississippi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, to this day, they mm-hmm. are that that textile is and and you point out somebody who's not wearing cotton right now. Right. You would have a hard time finding yes. somebody on the streets that's not wearing cotton. Yeah. Well, there's here's the interesting thing about cotton. Um, the the type of cotton that is grown in the American South is very uh, resistant to a lot of diseases. It it will um, um, continue to grow even though it's picked. So we think about uh, our cash crops here. Yeah. You know, wheat and 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 beans and corn, corn. and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, there's a growing season. There's a harvesting season, and you're done. Yeah, cotton is not that way. Cotton, you can you can have as much as six harvest off of a plant of cotton. Wow! So you can keep. You need a very large workforce, right? And the United States in the 1850s was supplying 75 percent of the cotton of the world's cotton. The world, not just the, to Great Britain or no, yeah, the the entire world. So everybody who was wearing cotton was wearing American cotton. American. Yeah. And in order to um, to produce as much cotton as we needed, and I mean it's it's sixty percent of your of your commerce is coming from that one crop. Yeah. So by the time we got to the Civil War, there are four million slaves in the South. Okay. And that has grown exponentially uh, throughout the 1800s. Wow. Um, so one of the things that happened was um, about 60% of all the slaves were working cotton fields. Wow. So that it had really kind of replaced um, a, a lot of the other cash crops like tobacco. Um, you know, we're still producing tobacco, but it doesn't take the workforce that cotton does. Right. It's just, it's. It, it it comes down to commerce. Yeah. So you got this ingrained in the American uh, uh, psyche at that point, and there are people who are uh, are going to be violently opposed to slavery, but you also have people who are violently uh, in favor of of slavery, and it came to war. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really what what happened in terms of slavery in the South. And, um, and why it became such a, a big issue. Yeah. Right from the formation of our country, this was an argument. Yeah. Are you going to allow people to be free, all people to be free? And we went through some, as a country, went through some wranglings uh, that we're going to talk about in another podcast. But there, there's just some things that happened that as we look back in history on them now, we kind of shake our heads and say, how in the world could they come to that yeah. kind of conclusion? Yeah. But they did. How could you ever own a person or, right? you know, but you're talking about people's livelihood, you know, they say money is the root of all evil, you know, and, you know, plantation owners are making money. They are they making are, money. When they have their slaves picking their cotton. That's right. Yeah. They, they are. And uh, and if uh, you know in those days, 
um, what they would call a hand. In other words, uh, usually that was a male slave okay. was expected to pick between 100 and 200 pounds of cotton per day. Wow. It was just an enormous cash crop. And it also, if you take away cotton at that time, you are, you are, you are not only crippling your nation right. economically, right. you're crippling the world. Yeah. It's not just your little area, your little it is subdivision. Not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we want to say it in modern terms, but um, and cotton is not easy to pick. No, like, it is it's, not. It's, it's really tears your your hands up. Your it's yeah. So slave labor um, became kind of essential yeah. to them and their way of life. And uh, and actually the world's way of life because, you know, the the European countries we talked about that had done away with slavery, actually still depended on slave labor in the Americas, um, for the production of cotton yeah. and sugar and mm-hmm. rice and other things that we were still exporting out of this country. Okay, wow, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we got there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. If you want more information on Kevin Yaney and the 4th of July Trilogy books, please go to www.4thofjulybook.com. For Kevin Yaney, I'm Selena Helvey.